Hello, my friend, and welcome or welcome back to the Live Label Free Podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different as I'll be sharing a part of my history that I've never really shared before. That is to say, I will be reading word for word one of my old medical records from when I was trying to get help for my eating disorder. Now, I know there's a lot of taboo around sharing personal medical information, but you know me, if people aren't talking about it, I am so gonna talk about it. So much of what happens in the healthcare system, or should I say sick care system, is invalidating, harmful, and traumatizing. I was talking to a client the other day in which we were joking about how all of our past therapists were always in search of this deep, dark hole of trauma that caused our eating disorder, but how treatment itself was the most traumatizing thing of all. Anyways, my point is that these negative healthcare experiences are shared among so many people, and my aim with sharing this content is to provide hope to not only individuals struggling with the system right now, but also to parents, that no matter what you or your child has been told, or what ridiculous conclusions have been drawn, or how treatment was denied because you didn't fit this perfect image of what the professionals had in mind, recovery is possible. Now, before we dive in, I want to give you something for free, and that is my audio training, Three Steps to Recovery from an Eating Disorder as an Autistic Person. In the training, I share my own personal story through recovery from an eating disorder as an autistic individual, and I guide you through three simple steps to give you the clarity and confidence you need to use your autistic traits to your advantage in recovery. To listen to that training, just visit the link livelabelfree.com forward slash free dash audio training, and without further ado, let's read one of my old medical records. Welcome to Live Label Free, the podcast, where you'll learn to let go of limiting labels and embrace your unique brain. As my mom says so beautifully in her song, Fear is a heavy load to carry. which is why on this podcast, you'll learn the scientific links between neurodiversity and eating disorders, giving you a deeper understanding of how you can face your fears and become truly free. Together, you and me, we will keep putting one foot in front of the other. So it starts with this section, reason for intake. The treatment at the past eating disorder facility has stalled. Livia and her parents noticed that the eating problems were a function for Livia and not primarily rooted in the eating disorder. The system is curious to what the new facility can offer. Okay, and now section, patient request for help. Livia does not know exactly what she wants help for. She notices that she panics right away, but is not quite sure why and what exactly happens next. Livia says, 
I don't know what comes from my body anymore and what comes from my head. Now, parents request for help. According to parents, the past eating disorder facility aggravated the symptoms. No clear help request has been formulated by parents. Okay, and now is the section intake summary. From the age of 11, there are internalized problems of which feelings of loneliness and fear are pushed away and or created through compulsive behaviors and not eating. Rigidity and strong black and white thinking play a major role in this. On the other hand, the feeling of loss of control leads to violent panic and anger outbursts. Livia recognizes that the age appropriate to her physical appearance, 12 years old, seems to be a reflection of the age at which she became socially and emotionally stuck. And for reference, this intake was when I was 16 or 17 years old, so supposedly I looked 12. Um, But anyways, that's a different matter. Differentially diagnosed, the discrepant IQ profile may well play a role in the rigidity and anxious constitution, but this does not sufficiently seem to explain the emotion regulation problems. One could think of borderline personality disorder and less likely of an autism spectrum disorder. Conclusion In summary, there are indications of personality problems in a girl with low self-esteem and a very anxious constitution and a strong tendency towards rigidity and control in the form of compulsion and not eating, including parent relationship problems and parent-child relationship problems. We recommend treatment aimed primarily at emotion regulation and personality development, such as dialectical behavioral therapy, DBT. We have emphasized that we see entry for treatment, preferably DBT, but due to the lack of a clear help request from Livia and parents, we have decided to deny treatment at our facility. Okay, so I know I sounded quite sane and obviously read much of that quite mockingly, but the first time I read this medical record when my mom sent it to me, it made me really emotional. I very clearly remember this intake and how the so-called professionals kept emphasizing the no clear help request. It's so frustrating to think how they literally denied me treatment because I didn't know exactly what I needed help with. Like, if I knew, I obviously would have already done that. It's the same when therapists ask, like, what do you need from me in this moment? I'm like, if I knew, I wouldn't be sitting across from you. Then, of course, there's the sentence that stood out to me most of the intake, and that was, one could think of borderline personality disorder and less likely of an autism spectrum disorder. Thankfully, I was not misdiagnosed with BPD, but I think this medical record so vividly illustrates how healthcare professionals so often do misdiagnose autism and, as literally stated, even discourage the possibility of autism by saying it's less likely. For this reason, I believe self-diagnosis is more than valid. In fact, if you believe you are autistic and do feel that imposter syndrome or shame around diagnosing yourself, I highly, highly, highly recommend you go back a few episodes and listen to the episode titled, Is Self-Diagnosis Valid? with Maya from Learning to Live. All that being said, 
Getting help and validation in the healthcare system can often cause more trauma, which is why it is so important to validate yourself. If you are struggling, give yourself permission to struggle, accept that you are struggling, and then give yourself permission to get help that's perhaps not traditional treatment. I mean, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I started my coaching business and created my course because they are the alternatives I wish I had when I was struggling. Professionals are often placed on a pedestal, but for what? Because they went to school and passed some exams and now can hang a shiny diploma on their wall? No amount of qualifications qualifies anyone to take away your hope. It doesn't matter how you get help, all that matters in the end is that you find someone or find multiple people who are able to help you. One of my favorite metaphors that illustrates this is the following example of a surfer. Say you want to learn how to surf. I absolutely do not know how to surf, but the reason I'm bringing up this seemingly random sport is because when I was in Bali, you had a lot of people surfing and a lot of people asking, you want to take surfing lessons? And I got really annoyed. Anyways, you have two options for who to choose as your surfing guide if you were someone who wanted to learn how to surf. So, person A, let's name him Bookworm Willardorm, has read every single surfing book on the planet. Anything that's ever been written or said about surfing you can count on Willadorm to know. The thing about Willadorm, though, is that he's never actually surfed himself. He talks the talk, but he has never walked the walk. Or better said, he's never surfed the surf. Then we have person B. Let's name him Surfer Alexander. Now, Surfer Alexander has definitely done his research on surfing. He's read quite a handful of books on surfing, but spends most of his time out in the water actually surfing. In fact, he loves surfing so much that he's made a daily practice out of it. Surfing is so in his system, he just can't help but want to help others internalize his techniques. If you wanted to learn how to surf, which of these two people would you want as your guide? The guy who's only read about surfing but doesn't have any lived experience? Or the person who has lived experience and this has become their second nature and even then they are constantly reading about the newest research and techniques. I mean, best of both worlds. Obviously, I'm using this metaphor to illustrate that nothing beats lived experience. Although I do believe there are professionals out there who do genuinely care, I mean, I guess you wouldn't go into the field if you really didn't care, you will never know what it's like to experience an eating disorder, especially an eating disorder if you're also autistic, if you have not experienced it, if you have not lived through it. When I work with clients, I often resonate so deeply with what they're saying because more often than not, it's something that I struggled with myself. And because I now am on the other side of an eating disorder, and I'm even embracing my autistic traits, like I do see being autistic as the greatest gift ever, um, I would absolutely love to be your guide in helping you get to the other side of an eating disorder as well. To book your very first call for one-on-one -on -one coaching, simply click the coaching tab on my website, livelabelfree.com, and I hope to hop on a call with you soon. 
Otherwise, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now. one foot in front of the other And you'll see around the corner soon This podcast has been recorded by your host, Liv. This podcast has been edited by my small but mighty Live Label Free team and the beautiful song One Foot in Front of the Other that you are now listening to was written and recorded by my beautiful mom, Louise Alexandra. I am so grateful for my team and everyone who supports Live Label Free. Together, we are always stronger.